Have you ever wanted to discover what's missing in your life? Metaphysics is available to all and is part of your life even if you don't know it. Welcome to Metaphysics, a view through the veil with Barb Crowley. Together we'll explore the mysteries behind metaphysics and how to use it to have a deeper understanding and advantage in life. And now here's your host, Barb Crowley. Hi, this is Barb Crowley, and welcome to Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil. Today we have Francoise Netter with us. She's a globally recognized psychic numerologist, a clairvoyant, author, master teacher, and yoga movement specialist. We're going to talk today about the practical and mystical significance of numbers for attracting and creating fulfillment, insight into the factors at play in your life and ways to look at how 2021 and 2022 can be utilized in the most beneficial ways. We'll uh, discuss the dynamics that allow you to begin to use and understand the science and magic of numbers, as well as being bringing res- uh, resonance to your intuition. <laughs> I jumped over that. Sorry about that. But Francoise, welcome to the show. Hello, Barbara. It's great to be here. So tell me, how did you get into numerology? Well, that's a, a little bit of a, a long story, but we'll, we'll make it as brief as we can. Uh, when I was very young, about nine years old, I realized that I was not your normal, <laughs> quote unquote, child. I was hypersensitive. I would go into a room and a teacher would yell at a kid, and I would cry for them. And then at nine, I, I started to dream things that came true. And my mother, uh, I was born in Europe, and my mother was also very psychic. And she bought me my first, at the age of nine, palm reading book. And so I started to read palms. Um, but what I noticed, even when I was in, you know, through my teen years and 21, I would walk in a room and pick up everything. I would pick up, you know, the negative, the positive, and I'd walk out and I just like have the world hanging on me. And nobody talked about these kind of things. So I, I just lived my life and I read up some palms. And then I went to Berkeley in my 20s and I was exposed to astrology and um, all kinds of mystical sciences. And it wasn't until 1980 when I had moved, I had been in India and I moved to Palo Alto, California, that uh, a woman that I was teaching meditation in the jails and prisons with said, oh, my husband has a metaphysical bookstore and we're going to be having a class on numerology. And I thought to myself, oh, that sounds like a bunch of bunk because I didn't believe in any of that kind of stuff, even though I was always clairvoyant. You, you became psychic. a believer, I take it. <laughs> well, I, found, I, I thought, no, I don't want to take that class. And out of my mouth, I said, okay. And the woman who was teaching the class became one of my best friends, and we started a group. And what I found was that it was a fantastic vehicle for grounding my sensitivity, my intuition, and my psychicness. And it allowed me to um, really guide people through this blueprint of 
um, of the symbology of numbers. So I have been using it since 1980, and I've done thousands and thousands of charts for people of every walk of life. And it's been a great tool for me also to ground my own clairvoyance, my own sensitivity um, as an empath. And it's been, you know, it's been very powerful. And also for the people that I've been able to serve and help through some very difficult times in their life. I am completely new to numerology. I mean, I've heard about it. I've seen people do it, but I don't understand it. I don't know how it works. So can you um, tell me what numerology is? I mean, bring me to the basics. Okay. Of what is numerology and how does a number impact us? Does it have its own vibration or, you know, how does it work? Yeah, that's a, that's a, those are great questions. And yes, in terms of the vibration. And we in the 21st century are really learning about, you know, this word that we use now almost in daily life, the, the, what is vibration? So numerology is um, one of what we would call the uh, metaphysical sciences, meta being greater than the physical reality. And, you know, ever since the Greeks and in ancient times, um, some of the greatest philosophers like uh, Aristotle, Aristotle and Socrates and Pythagoras, who was the grandfather of the science of numerology. So in ancient times, the great philosophers and teachers and what we might call gurus um, understood Sorry, my cat, which I thought would be part of this podcast, is actually a word, part of it. A, a word from your staff. A word, a word from my muse. <laughs> yeah. Yep. In the ancient Egyptian times, right? Uh, the cats were part of their muse and their... Mm-hmm. So, so in ancient uh, times, they und- uh, philosophers and uh, teachers understood that there were blueprints, there were symbols in the universe to guide us, like astrology, like the time we're born and uh, the date we're born. So numerology uses the symbology of numbers as a blueprint in our lives. And Pythagoras is, as I said earlier, was the grandfather. So numerology is a science of numbers And how we look at it in our lives is we look at our birth date and the name on our birth certificate. And out of these two uh, topics, birth date, birthday, name, comes Mm -hmm. an entire chart that you look at um, who who we are, what we come in with, Mm -hmm. and it guides our entire life. So we look at our skills, our talents, our potentials, our weaknesses, our strengths, and then it weaves a blueprint of that can look at the fabric of your entire life. Now, is these it are predictive as well then? Yes, it is. It can be. But um, just like in, uh, there are, you know, we, there is, 
astrology, which uses, as I said, your your birthday and um, the time of your birth and the location of your birth. Numerology mm-hmm. uses just the birth date and the name on the birth certificate. And it can be predictive as well. You can really look at what are the elements, what are what is going on right now, what are the lessons, and it can help in really clarifying, especially when we feel lost in our lives, when we're feeling like we're going through tremendous adversity, which for many of us in the last two years. I was going to say, or if you're in 2020. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Very unprecedented. So mm-hmm. it can it can be. I use numerology as a tool for really looking at what is going on in someone's life, and then how can you use this tool not only for clarity, but then to be able to be creative in finding the positive uh, in whatever circumstance you find in, and really being able to hone in onto your talents. And numerology can be an extraordinary tool for that. For me, it was also a tool for grounding. So um, I would be able to use it and and look at, you know, the full structure of what someone was about and then really guide them in the way that would be best for them. Mm. So if we were... um... If we're going to, before we take somebody's birth date or, you know, go to there, can we go back to the numbers? Like, what does one mean? What does two mean? The individual numbers. So the numbers have significance. And a lot of people that I have done readings for have said, you know, what is it, um, you know, especially with digital clocks, you can look at and you go 1111 or 2222. And a lot of people Mm -hmm. have favorite numbers. And I think it's that intuitive awareness, that connection to the universality of symbols. So the number there are in the Pythagorean theory, all numbers break down from one to nine, mm-hmm. except for seven exceptions. And they're looked at slightly differently. Three of them don't break down at all. Four of them are called numbers in karmic awareness. So it kind of looks at the whole symbology of any of these metaphysical num- uh, sciences. Look at that. Um, you know, we continue. There is a part of our spirit, our soul, that this isn't, you know, this isn't the beginning, the middle, and the end of all. There is our soul that continues. And that our lives are not just random but they happen for specific purposes, for lessons, for gifts, for goodness, for Mm -hmm. understanding. And the numbers really can guide us in this way. So what are these? Let me, let me ask real quick. What are the numbers that don't break down further? 11, 22, 33? 11, 22, and 33 are called numbers in self-mastery. So you're always looking at them slightly different. Then the 13, 4, the 14, 5, the 16, 7, and the 19, 1 are looked at slightly differently What does as that well. mean? I didn't get that. So the 13, 4... four. 
So was it one, three, four? Uh, so 13. So as you okay. know, all, so if all numbers break down from one to nine. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, one one yes. and three is four. I yes. told you I was a basic, oh, you know, you know I, this, yeah. this, this is good. So let's look at, <laughs> let's look at the quality of numbers. And again, we will be looking at um, how specifically for each person, it becomes mm-hmm. very unique. Right. So, and, and what's interesting, too, because before I go into the numbers, I just want to talk about, you know, twins. Often with twins, they say, wait a minute, how can we be so different even though we're identical twins? We were only born a minute or two minutes apart. Well, numerology can be an extraordinary way to look at the differences because each person's name is unique. So mm-hmm. let's go back. So. Number one, one, if you look at it, just it's a vertical number and ones are unique and they are the bushwhackers. For those of you who, any of you who live in Colorado know that most of us have to be bushwhackers. What does that mean? That means that you have to forge your own path. You cannot follow others. So even women uh, in, in, you know, who were boomers, who really weren't leaders at that time, they were still following men, you often find them as having to really forge their own way uniquely. So they're leaders, and they have to do it their way. Um, they're unique, they have to use their talents, and um, they are very independent. They don't like subterfuge, they're very direct in their conversation. Um, So that'd be the front line of change. Yes, number one. Mm -hmm. And then the number two, and it's a soft number, if you look at it, uh, it is the number of relationships. It's a number of cooperation. It's a number of diplomacy and doing things behind the scenes. So they don't like being on stage. They would not have their own podcast. They would be someone who would work in the background. In a partnership. Um, yes, in yeah. a partnership. And yeah. one of their big lessons is they have to learn how to communicate directly because there's very often they're very, very hypersensitive. They're sensitive to music and dance, and they're very sensitive to what is said to them. So they can be hurt easily and they don't like to hurt others. So their weakness can be passive aggressiveness. Mm-hmm. The the number three, and I know we only have um, a few minutes, so well, I'll we go. just did the break, but that's okay. I'll call it. <laughs> All right. Go for it. I'll tell you. <laughs> number three is the number of creativity. Mm-hmm. And you often find threes very social and they love to talk and they love to have a good time. And sense of humor is so important. The most important thing as well for a three is to be creative and to express their feelings. Even with um, men who have a three prominent in their chart, they've got to express their feelings. And it, it really can give you an insight to some of the physical issues that we might develop. Each number has certain physical issues that go with if they are not being um, true to their number and really bringing that out. Um, so the three 
needs to be creative and expressive and they love to have a good time and they have to watch that they don't talk too much and fritter and scatter their energy. But um, would they also not be focused or would that not have anything to do with? No, sometimes a three can be unfocused as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So they have to learn how to. So again, um, we are not linear beings, are we? We have many numbers in our chart, right? right? right. And, and so we're we not just into one all number. Them, yeah. Now we're going to take our break. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll be back right back. We made it to three, and we're going to look at the rest of the numbers when we get back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. One thing's for certain. Life is uncertain. Do you navigate the unknowns? Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com to sign up for psychic readings and classes with Barb Crowley. You can schedule one-to-one sessions with Barb for personal and relationship counseling, pet communication, mediumship, career and business direction, or sign up for one of her classes. Everyone has answers through the metaphysical plane, but they need help to access them. Get the help you need today. Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel with a replay of the show Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are listening to Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil with Barb Crowley. To reach the live show, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to aviewthroughtheveil at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. We're back with Francoise Netter, who's a, a fabulous numerologist and clairvoyant. And she is telling us about the different numbers. We have just come up to number three, and we're going to go to number four, but she did emphasize you are not one number. So if we, let's get into four and see and take it from there. So we're talking about the symbology of numbers and also the attributes of each number, but all of us, you know, have certain numbers more prominent. And as we move through life, uh, certain numbers become more prominent in our lives as well, as well as each year, um, of our lives, there are prominent numbers that affect us. Um, 
because of our chart. So I'll so talk about that in a moment. It, it, it's actually, um, it's, it's fairly deep. I, it, it's deep and complex and a really exquisite tool for um, living from a greater clarity and understanding. So we're on the number four. So four is an interesting number. It's the number, if you look at it, it's all straight lines. It is um, the number of uh, Mother Earth. It's, it's a grounding number. So people who have fours prominent in their chart are, um, the, as babies, they will hold on to the crib. Uh, before they walk, they make sure they have <laughs> stability and security. Yeah. Um, and you find them, uh, you know, being grounded. They need to have security and stability. They want a job that that they know will, um, you know, bring them stability. They're not just going to be traveling around the world um, without that sense of grounding. They really need to be more flexible. So it's a good thing for them to hang out with people who have a sense of humor and who move things forward. But we need fours, right? They are the I bridge. like the fact that three, who is very creative and can be scattered, are followed by four, who is totally grounded. grounded. <laughs> yes, yes. <Yeah. laughs> How and about then, five? Well, um, yeah, we'll go to those and then I'll go to the exceptional numbers. So number five. I just is, worry about time. Okay, good. Yeah, we'll go, yeah I, know, I know. I know. People are going to have to contact It's a big me. subject. Yeah. It's a big subject. So number five is the, is the number that bridges between the first four number and the second four numbers. And the five is the one who keeps things moving forward. They love to travel. They are the multitaskers. Even men who have fives in their chart are multitaskers, even though we were told men cannot multitask. They do. They love variety. They're the ones when they are at school, if they are bored, they will be looking out the window um, and their energy is going in five directions, literally but they love to travel and they move forward. So when you have fives prominent in your chart, you can't just be sitting at a desk. You've got to have variety and they're great in sales. Now, the number six is the number of service. They are the the fathers and the mothers of the world. Even um, a child, who is, has a six prominent in their chart, they're the ones that are going to be bringing home little, mommy, I found a little birdie. Can we have it? They will bring cats and dogs. They bring other children to their house because they're always taking care of others. They're very creative, but in practical ways. So they are the gardeners. They are the craftspeople of the world. And you often find them in the health field. They can become nurses and chiropractors and massage therapists when they have a six prominent. They also are very good with music and um, teaching. Fives can also be great teachers. Now what we does, have um, music have to do with caregiving. Just curious. Uh, that was it, surprising when you said music. Yes, because often them uh, they're very they they are very creative too in practical ways, and some of them mm-hmm. um, are really into music. 
they might have other numbers in their chart that I find a lot of um, sixes are in the helping field and also are musicians or craftspeople. Hmm. That's interesting. And how about seven? Seven is the number of when you have a kiddo who has seven prominent in their chart, they're the ones who are always going, but why? But why? And I know if seven, if a seven is prominent, they will ask me, well, what do you mean by that? Will you clarify that? And why? And they're always asking questions. So they, their lesson here is to learn um, the bridge between their logic and their intuition. And they have to go deeply into things. They need to be specialized. So a seven, it's very important for a seven to not get scattered in five directions and they need their alone time. So I once did a chart for a woman who was a psychotherapist and she was so busy and she had like three sevens in her chart and she Hmm. would end up in the hospital to get her quiet time because her life was so busy (laughs) and sevens need that quiet time. You will find them if they have a seven prominent in their chart for later on in life, you'll Mm -hmm. find them living on acreage. You'll find them living in the mountains. You'll find that they're a little bit more of a recluse because sevens have to have that private time. Right, right. They make what a way to teachers. do it, though. She she should get together with the six <laughs> <laughs> who can take care of her. <laughs> oh, she yeah. just had to learn to really honor that private time. So I often mm-hmm. tell people who have a prominent, who have a seven, who are too busy that they need to take every day. They need to have that quiet time, whether it's, you know, having a cup of coffee by themselves or meditating practice or a prayer practice, something that allows them or just, you know, going under a tree and reading a book. They also love being outdoors. So the number eight, the next one, eight with an eight prominent in their chart, it's a really interesting number. It's often called the law of attraction and the law of prosperity number. And why is that? Well, the eight, um, you have to look at the number eight as the infinity. When um, people with an eight prominent in their chart draw the eight with two circles, uh, you know, remember when we were kiddos and we loved to draw the number eight and we drew it with two circles, one on top and one below. You never want to draw your eights like that. You always want to draw them as an infinity. And the reason for that is the eight more than any other number has to have balance in their lives because they're highly motivated. And I have two eights prominent in my chart. You can tell I could talk very, very fast. (laughs) (laughs) So they are always, they're, they're always in the future. If it wasn't done yesterday, it's too late. So <laughs> they're always driven. The, you never have to tell an eight to be motivated. You don't have to tell an eight to punch into the clock. They're always going to be self-motivated. And the reason to be to have all these numbers sort of in your toolkit, I have taught educators, K through 12, how to use their kiddos' birth date to better understand 
their classroom because they can know who to call on to be, you know, the line. That is quite the tool, really. Yes. To to know the personality of the kids in front of them. Exactly. Can give them tools. Who will be bored and, um, you know, who to get to lead the class, who to get to organize the class, who to to call on to be in front of the class, who to call on to help others. Right. Or to be creative. Yeah. Yeah. Even even in a very superficial way. And I'll, I'll go into that in a moment. Mm-hmm. So eights, um, eights have to watch it. So they need balance emotionally, physically, spiritually, and mm-hmm. mentally, and they can't go into extremes. And that becomes very important. They also need time to slow down, or they're going to be always running after their tail. And the reason to have that infinity in the drawing of the eight is they can be like a rat chasing its tail. They can spin out unless they're balanced. Wow. Now, finally, the number nine is the number that you... Um, it's found in all the other numbers. It's a completion number. And often when I find a nine uh, prominent in the chart, they often have what I call karma with their father. They're either extremely close with their father or they felt some kind of separation and schism and have to heal it later on in life in order to really be successful in the way they want to. They are very sensitive. They're very, very creative. And they're often very dramatic. I have some nines in my chart. So they're good to be on stage. They can be actors. They can be um, speakers. And they often have a mult- multiple talents. But they often have to be bigger than life and they have to learn how to let go and not be attached to the outcome. They have to learn compassion. Is that why they have to be bigger than life? Do they need attention or not? Some necessarily. Um, Some do, but no, it's more of really being able to be compassionate. And learning how to love on a universal level. So when have nines prominent in their chart, they have to learn that lesson. It's it's really the science of numbers can be such great tools and really not only better understanding your life, but how did it turn out the way it, it did? And then mm-hmm. how can I guide me, let's say any human being, how can I guide my life in the direction that's going to best serve my highest potential, as well as the rest of the people in my life and Mm -hmm. um, my purpose. So it really can help you identify your purpose, your skills, your weaknesses, your strengths, and then create a platform and a roadmap that, um, you know, it's like today, what do we have? We have the GPS system, right? All of us now use our phone. So oh, numerology I know. I know. <laughs> can be a great blueprint yeah. for guidance, right? But you know what I realized while we were going through the numbers? I thought, oh, no, uh, we should have gone through how do you find your number 
before we went through the numbers. So anybody listening now will have to go back <laughs> and, you know, figure out how, figure out the number and then go back and listen to the first 15 minutes to, to um, find out which is their number. So tell me, how do you find your number? Well, one of we, your numbers. Let's one go of your for that. Yes. <laughs> so th- one of the ways that um, that I have taught teachers is you can take um, any individual's birth date, mm-hmm. and each number uh, on the birth date is broken down and then added together. And as we, we we didn't talk about the seven exceptions: thirteen, four, fourteen, five, sixteen, seven, and nineteen, one, as well as eleven, twenty-two, and thirty-three. And all of those numbers really do have to be observed in a in a, um, a slightly different way. So, uh, in a person's birth chart, what you have is you have um, the birth date, and then you have uh, the the birth name. And I remember you and I uh, talked briefly. Well, what if you had asked me, well, what if someone's birth name, you know, on the birth certificate, they didn't have time to come up with a name. And it's, let's say they put baby girl, baby girl (laughs) green. Yeah. yeah. Well, believe it or not, um, in my research in the 1980s, because we were in a research group, we found that it really, we had to use the birth certificate name and uh, mm-hmm. There were some people that we could not do in terms of their name. So we just took the birth date because we couldn't translate the Chinese characters. So no. into the nine, because all numbers in the alphabet also are broken down from one to nine. So the A is a one, the B is a two, the C is a three, the D mm-hmm. is a four. The e and then at five. nine, do you go back and just yes. start at one again? You okay. do. So in a full chart, you would have um, the birth date. You would have, you always look at the birthday and then the, the full edition of the birth date. And I'll give you an example in a moment. And the edition of the birth date is called the birth force. Now, with the birth date, you can also get you know another. Francoise, I'm going to stop here because I don't want to get too deep into it and then take a break. So let's take a break now. And when we come back, we're going to go into the real birth date and birth name and where we get the numbers. And as you said, the numeral, numerological force. So we'll take a break now. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. One thing's for certain. Life is uncertain. Do you navigate the unknowns? Visit AViewThroughTheVeil.com to sign up for psychic readings and classes with Barb Crowley. You can schedule one-to-one sessions with Barb for personal and relationship counseling, pet communication, mediumship, career and business direction, or sign up for one of her classes. Everyone has answers through the metaphysical plane, but they need help to access them. Get the help you need today. Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. 
Tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world. Hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil with Barb Crowley. To reach the live show, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to aviewthroughtheveil at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, we're back with Francoise Netter, and she is talking to us about numerology and we've gotten to the point we're going to figure out what our numbers are so everybody get a piece of paper and get ready and she's going to use one of the staff here as an example so welcome back thank you so i I just want to move backwards a little bit because i've got eights and ones in my chart and nines and so i want to make sure that we have a bridge Um, So one of the ways uh, when we do the birth date, we also can look at four major chapters in that person's life. And that's really, really important. And it's it's, um, both, they're called pinnacles. And the first pinnacle uh, is... It's complex, but anyways, it will it will be anywhere from twenty two years to thirty six years. The next two pinnacles are nine years each, and then the last one is till the end of your life. And they also have challenges. And what's really quite profound about this is that when a pinnacle matches a main part of your chart, uh, one of the numbers, it can be very powerful, and then. Conversely, if the challenge matches the main part of your chart, it can be highly challenging. Very challenging. (laughs) Yes, yes. And it can really explain why people have certain blocks at different times of their life. So again, one of the greatest tools about numerology and then Uh, Barbara asked me, well, you know, can we just do random things? And I go, no, you know, for me, it is a way to guide people because I use my intuition. And I also um, have been able to guide others to use their intuition uh, with the understanding of their numbers. And I think that's very, very important because we all need to listen to our own inner voice and guidance. So, After we do the birth date, then we take the name on the birth certificate. And this weaves numbers on the main part of the chart. Uh, And there are, there is the birth force number, there is the motivation number, the personality number, the destiny number, and the reality number. Those are the five main numbers on the chart. Mm -hmm. And then out of the birth date and the name, you do a table of events. And this weaves every the the, the um, influences for every year of your life. So you can begin to look at 
certain years that have either um, certain flavors and certain events that have occurred. So we were going to give you an example. And I think we're going to take Andrew, who is our engineer for the day, and we're going to look at his birth date and see how we create a number called the birth force, and then also look at the four main chapters of their lives. And this is what I have taught educators to do with their um, their kiddos to better understand them. And, um, you know, again, this is a little bit of cookbook numerology, but it gives you a sense. And then um, I also want to address how can this guide us in life, especially in 2021. And when we're going through certain issues and really take advantage of those times where we feel really aligned with our life, right? So mm-hmm. let's take um, Andrew's birthday is August 26th, 1992. And both Barbara and said, oh, he's a babe. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. <laughs> so what we're going to look at is I want you, if you're, when you're, li- those of you that are listening, you're going to take uh, each number and we're going to break it down. So. Uh, you're going to write 8-26-1992. And then at the 8, we're going to cross the 8 out. And above it, we're going to write an 8, right? Because an 8 breaks down to 8. Then we're going to take 26. And we're going to break that down. And what does that add up to, Barbara? 8. Good. Eight. Raise my hand. Very good. And then uh, we won't ask Andrew. Um, and we take nineteen ninety two, and that also will break down to a single digit. So, what does nineteen ninety two break down to? Twenty one, right? Three. Am I right? I'm taking your word for it. I I go to calculate. One and nine is ten. Nineteen and two is twenty one. Three. It's a three. So. Okay. We're going to then we're going to add those three numbers across to get one number. Mm-hmm. And we're going to look at what that number is. And that is your birth force. The birth force, which is the addition of the birth date, is the our initial view of life. It's our talents. It's our potentials. And it weaves the fabric for the rest of our lives. So we all have a birth force. So. Eight and eight is what? 16? 16, yeah. And three is how much? 19. Exactly. And nine and one? Or no? no yes. But remember, <laughs> at the very beginning of the broadcast, I said, oh, except for the sep- exceptions to the rule. And 19 one is one of the exceptions. Mm-hmm. So we have to write down 19 one. And we're going to write BF or birth force for this. So the first thing I want to look at is the number eight, okay? We always look at the birthday. So the eight, so what I know about Andrew is that And you're looking at the day, not the month, because they're both the same. Exactly. Exactly. I'm looking at the day. So the number and 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 Barbara, if you will make sure that um you give me like five minutes so that I can tell people how they can do this and how you know we can get some other things from this. So the number know when we're we're coming up to close. So all right. 
Yeah, All right, so ahead. the number eight, I'll try to talk, since I'm in, I have eights in my chart. So the eight, um, so what I know about Robert, uh, about Robert, about Andrew, is that he would be very self-motivated. And he has an aspect of himself that is always, you know, in the future rather than the past. And things need to move fast and he needs to be balanced. So, Andrew, you got to got to have balance in your life. And if any people tell you that you're a bit intense, it's that eight. (laughs) (laughs) Now, his birth force is a 19-1. The 19, we have to look at the one a little bit differently. The 19 in numerology is looked upon that part of their lesson in this lifetime is to not be willful. And they will often attract people in their lives that are very authoritarian. So they have to learn how to be unique, how to have, you know, to stand on their own two feet. They often have their own business. They're very, very independent, but they have to deal with, uh, especially in the beginning of life, um, authoritarian people. And the reason for that is they have to learn how to be more diplomatic. They have to learn how to not run over people, but to honor their uniqueness, honor their leadership skills, but to do it in a way that is not dictatorial, like um, like some of the dictators in our past who like, you know, ruined with an iron fist. So they will have lessons of, um, you know, having to deal with people that are control freaks and they have <laughs> to learn how to deal with them because they are also they in some way, the 19 one is like becoming uh, a diamond. You know how the coal has to go through the rubbing, the rubbing, it's like gold, you know, the alchemy. And the 19 one is like that. So they have to learn how to hone their will so that they are unique and they're strong and they're independent, but they're also diplomatic. And they also learn how to deal with people who have opposing views. Um, so that is part of it. Now, do you I, know when his pinnacle, because I, yes, this was a question yes, from before. Yeah. When's that first pinnacle? So the and first then the pinnacle, other ones are nine plus nine, but when's yes, the first one? Excellent question. So the first pinnacle for um, Andrew, since he's a one, lasts from birth until the age of 35. Then from 36 to um, 47, and then 48 to, um, wait a minute, let me see, 36 and 9 to, I'm sorry, to 45, then 46 to 52, and then 53 to the end of his life. So the first pinnacle for him is a 16-7. So what I would say is that um, that's also an exception to the rule. And he had no challenge. I'm sorry if this is, I've missed something. Where are you getting the 16-7? So we're adding the first two numbers. So we're adding the birthday Mm -hmm. and uh, the, I'm sorry, the birth, the birth month and the birthday. Right. That's so the first 16 pinnacle. there. Yeah. yeah. And, and no challenge. 
The second pinnacle is the eight and the three. That's an 11. So Mm -hmm. his second pinnacle is an 11. And then you subtract the three from the eight, which is a five. Now, the third pinnacle, you add the seven and 11. So you get an 18, nine, and you subtract the the zero and the five, and you get a five again for a challenge. And then the last pinnacle is the eight and three again, which is an 11 and a five. So he has a five challenge for the rest of his life. But let's look at the first pinnacle. So his first pinnacle is a 16, seven. And all I see, see with someone else, I would want to see their whole birth name. And then I get an incredible roadmap. And then I use my intuition. Yeah as well with that, and really can guide them. So the 16-7 means that it was, he, he, he really had to go behind the scenes. So his first pinnacle lasted until, um, yeah, 35. So he's still in it. He may not be able to bring him to his second and third pinnacle. That's right. (laughs) We have four minutes. Okay. And I want to make sure to, so... You know, the last few minutes, I want to make sure that people know how to find you, how to connect to you. Also, how long does it take to learn this? It's it is so complicated. Well, it's it's actually a course. So how long is that? Well, I have done readings for people, uh, as I said, all over the world uh, and even at a time where we didn't have, uh, you know, Zoom and we didn't have uh, computers. I used to do them and do tapes and send tapes around the world. And, it can, you know, you can use it for business. I've used it with um, houses. We, we can look at, um, you know, house numbers. We can mm-hmm. look at this year for America. We were going to talk about America and why America is going through such intensity this right. year. It's yeah. it's a sixteen seven year for uh, for America, so it's very karmic, and it you don't you feel Are we like you're survive. Of, <laughs> <laughs> Cut to the chase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really intense, and it's so interesting because my last two years were so difficult through COVID, and not everybody went through equal times during COVID. But then I had to look at. I had to look at my own numerology, and I went, "Oh God, that's why I've been going through this." So, didn't um, you see it coming, though? Didn't you, I, like ten years I, ago, say, "I did those not." Those are going to be rough years. <laughs> no, I didn't. You know, I knew that um, the year I was under a thirteen four, I knew it would be rough, and my my best friend, teachers, um, you know pass suddenly. And, um, mm. you know, I can talk about the 13-4 and how that really teaches about regeneration and death. And that's how I can really guide I people. really want to make sure that people know where to get hold All right. of you. So people can get hold of me through uh, my website, which is www.bodymindynamics.com with an S.org. I'll repeat that. And I'm, I, I hope you'll have that somewhere on the chat room. Maybe mm-hmm. we can, um, you know, get it'll that be out. printed. It'll, it'll be, be printed. Fine. So yeah. www.bodymindynamics with an S.org. You can book a mini reading. You can go on the psychic numerology page. I will be redoing my website and it's .org. Um, you can look up Francoise E. Netter. I have a YouTube channel that is Francoise E. Netter. And also, uh, my email is F E 
my last name, N-E-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-